it's time to head in the shop with Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstock 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Better get my microphone over here. Got to get ready. Yeah. Taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. We'd love to hear from you. Any automotive-related questions? As usual, we'd uh, rather hear from our listeners. we got lots to talk about. but uh, It's more fun to talk to um, everybody that calls in. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. Yeah. Let's entertain Kirk. Well, it's not entertaining Kirk, but I really, I think that's the funnest part of doing the show. Other than just listening to myself waste a bunch of oxygen babbling on. droning on. So uh, now that the the cold snap, the the Arctic blast is gone. I I see you had in your notes. uh, The the atmospheric river is coming. Looks like rain. Looks like rain. Pineapple Express is on the way. Break out the shorts and the T-shirts and your sandals. It's going to be 60 degrees and raining. It's going to be like we're in Hawaii. Yeah, going to be warm out Monday. You know, uh, one forgotten thing on cars, and this is probably the most common reason we have cars come in that are have been inundated with water on the floorboards. And uh, people tend to overlook it. But when somebody calls and they say they've got water coming in their car and, you know, it was out in the atmospheric river overnight. Um, and the first question I always have is, do you have a sunroof? Yeah. And they say, yeah, but I never use it. So? <laughs> And uh, what people don't realize all the time is that rubber seal that seals the glass around your your sunroof or moonroof to the top of the car um, doesn't actually keep the water out. Why bother? It's more of a wind seal. Is that what that is? You know, it does keep some of the water out. But the the reality is is a lot of water gets past that, and they have a little— little channel, a, a ditch, you might say, that, that goes around the, the perimeter of the opening, which leads to some, some drains for the sunroof. That is true. And some vehicles have two drains. Some have four drains. A lot of cars just have front sunroof drains. Um, but they, they plug up rel- relatively often. It's pretty common, even if you don't use your sunroof. That is true. And uh, so it's something you want to keep an, eye, keep an eye on, you know, as long as it operates properly. Um, to open it all the way and either vacuum that out, you can pour some little water in the corners and see if it drains away. But after these uh, atmospheric rivers come through, we always have a customer or two. You love that word, don't you? I, atmospheric rush, river totally sensationalizes winter in Washington. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it used to be... I grew up in Grace Harbor, and, you know, we called it, everyone called it the Pineapple Express, and we but, celebrated, but literally <laughs> celebrated. You know, you go from your 30-degree, 40-degree winter, drizzly, rainy, all of a sudden a big storm blows in and it's warm. We're all outside playing. So get over it. It's winter in Washington. Sometimes All right, you, carry on. Carry on. Yeah. So if you so have had, plug up. if you have had some water coming into your vehicle, um, you know your floorboards are wet now and then, and you do have a, a sunroof, ask your shop um, to take a look at it if you start seeing that water appear. And it's uh, some routine maintenance to to check those once a year. Really, isn't a bad idea. That's true. We've had a few cars in recently that have had inches of water on the floorboards, and uh, people may not realize it. Sometimes there's a a one to two inch cavity below your carpet that that water can actually it's build kind of, up in. That's true. You know, I've got a customer that's got a, um, uh, it's like a 2007 expedition, and we kept hearing water flowing around. And I was thinking, you know, um, what we found was the the window, the side window seals on the front doors. Um, you know, they they're a little worn. And the drain holes in the bottom of the doors were 
plugged up, and there was like a gallon and a half of water in each one of the driver and the passenger doors. Crazy. Crazy. Well, it looks like we've got a couple callers on the line, and uh, we've got Tim here. Good morning, Tim. Yeah. Hey, I have a 93 F-350, and I'll tell you what, right now, those seals on all them doors need to be replaced. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I called you guys about uh, probably four months ago and told you I had a, a wild cat in my car, and I went off the, the road, and... Uh, Kurt said, well, tell me how that ticket goes. Well, it didn't go really well. <laughs> That's not good. I'm sorry to hear that. As he yeah, it was a $145 ticket, and it got reduced to uh, like $118. So you went in to mitigate the ticket? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they were very convinced with your excuse. No, he said... The, the judge actually said by state by uh, state rule, I'm only allowed to reduce it by this much. Well, that's and, and he said well, he said that because I hit something, and I said I got pictures of what I hit and how I fixed it. And he said that doesn't matter. So I was like, okay, whatever. But my my question is, when I when I had that accident, uh, I got under the truck to check everything out to make sure because it was kind of a steep ditch, and uh, I saw this uh, Banks transmission management module on there. The what? Banks. It was Banks, B-A-N-K-S, Transmission Management Module. And I wasn't familiar with that at all. Well, Banks is an aftermarket uh, accessory company from from turbochargers to transmission controllers and, and various other products. So likely it's an aftermarket transmission controller maybe to... to help control the lockup torque converter, the transmission line pressure, and other things to to help it shift firmer and increase performance from it? Yes. That's what they said. It, uh, in my research, anyway, is it was supposed to make it shift firmer, like you said. Is that kind of a good thing or no? Does it work? Well... I've only had the truck for about four years, and it's a 30-year-old truck, and I did have transmission problems, and there was a great shop north of me that figured basically most of the transmission problems out. So I don't know. I'm just wondering if you're familiar with that accessory. I personally am not familiar with that. I actually prefer keeping things stock, you know, if at all I, possible, which most I of would the time it is. But I would say that if it's working and you're not having issues with it, you know, leave it on there and don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm kind. Of, I'm I'm with okay. Kirk. I'm with Kirk on that. If it's working, don't don't worry about it and keep going. My only concern would be is if you go through and unplug that, bypass it, hook it back up to stock. That if there's something going on in the transmission, it might uh, exacerbate or make things worse or expose a problem that you didn't notice before. Um, you can always talk to Barrett Transmission about it as well. A lot of times when they rebuild the transmissions in like the, the F-250s, F-350s, they will make modifications in them to kind of correct original design issues. Um, so it's, it's not really unheard of. A, a little caution to some people on newer trucks, they do make... Uh, aftermarket devices that change the transmission functioning, the pressures, line pressures, shift points, and other things in them that go along with other uh, engine controller modifications that techni- technically are, are not legal to install in your car. And the, the EPA has been really cracking down on 
on newer truck and diesel vehicle modifications because of that, because they do dramatically change the emissions output of the engine. But, That's kind of funny that you say that, though. Technically illegal. <laughs> well, it's actually illegal. Um, generally, the, the EPA is going after the, the sellers of those devices rather than the users, but... Uh, you know, someday you never know. Might pull up to a checkpoint on the side of the road where they're making sure you don't have an aftermarket computer in your diesel there truck. There you go, and then they throw you in. What are you in for? <laughs> oh, you know, five so, to ten so years, two hundred thousand dollars. So just leave it be. And I'm happy with the way it it is working. Yep, I'd say if it's I not broke, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And if you're happy with okay. it. I say clap your hands and stick with it. If it makes you happy, that's where you want to be in life, right? And okay, your transmission, thanks, if everything's working good, just, I say leave it alone. Go with it. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks hey, for the- hey, one more, one more deal. Oh, you got to make it, you got to make it really quick. Okay. How do they make it so hard to change those glow plugs in them things? They do that so that you can't do it yourself, and you got to bring it into the shop so we can charge you a massive amount of money to do so. Yeah, it's all they only designed. wanted three sixty-four. They only wanted three hundred and sixty-four dollars at my shop, and I am, I am appalled that I didn't take that offer up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not too bad. If you think that's expensive, call a plumber. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks for the call, Tim. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, I had a couple friends that had to call call plumbers during the the deep freeze, mm-hmm. and uh, and you think we charge a lot of money <laughs> fixing your car? Thinking you maybe you need to convert your truck to a plumber's truck. You can live without your car. You can't, <laughs> you can't live without your toilet. All right, three six zero six seven six KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Doctor John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. It's a new year, and you're ready to take on those home upgrades you've been daydreaming about. Maybe you're ready to start your kitchen remodel or upgrade the laundry room. Maybe you're ready to finally replace your old mattress and start sleeping better this year. Well, DeWarden Bodie is ready to help you make your dreams become a reality with the best selection of major home appliances and mattresses in Whatcom, Skagit, and Island Counties. With hundreds of in-stock refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, and cooktops, plus washers, dryers, and a huge selection of premium mattresses, they'll help you find the right products at the right price. The best part is they still offer no interest financing, so you can make the upgrades you want today without breaking the bank. We all know rates are high for major purchases these days, but at DeWard and Bodie, you can shop with no money down and pay no interest for up to two years on qualifying appliances and up to five years on qualifying mattresses. Your New Year goals are closer than you think at DeWard and Bodie in Bellingham and Burlington. Hey Bellingham, we're the Parkers. From Parker Eco Pest Control. It's that time of year when rodents, ants, and other pests creep inside for warmth. We're your local specialists in poison-free rodent control, like trapping, sealing up holes, and even rodent birth control. We offer eco-friendly options with an emphasis on the friendly. For service without the rigmarole, call Parker Eco Pest Control. Call or click now to instantly book online. We'll see you soon. Why West Edge Credit Union? Because they're all about the community. Of course I like that West Edge has low interest rates and loan specials. But what I really love is that West Edge partners with local nonprofit and City of Bellingham organizations. Plus they put on events like Community Shred. And they talk to me like I'm a real person, not an account number. West Edge really cares. Join West Edge Credit Union today. West Edge is federally insured by NCUA. West Edge Credit Union, on the corner of James and Alabama in Bellingham. Do you know a group or individual in our community who work tirelessly to make a difference? Dedicated to Service wants to give them a special shout-out on the air. Email the details to dedicated at cascaderadiogroup.com. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury. Go see why they were voted best jewelry store in the Northwest. You'll find a beautiful selection of GIA certified and lab-grown diamonds, plus unique custom designs with an in-house jeweler. Find them at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. KGMI connects with Joe Tian 
is about our community and you. You got a great program. You want to make it better? I do. Okay, here we go. For one hour of John and Rich. <laughs> and you are the referee. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI Connects. Those two guys are like Abbott and Costello. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Oh, yeah, I get it. Now you get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, back in the days, I wonder how many of our listeners actually remember when the speed limit was 55 miles an hour. You know, my, what a sad part of our lives it was. The, you know, all of my kids growing up when they learned how to drive and they drove our old, uh, my brother's old 89 F-150. Yeah. And the uh, the 55 line on the speedometer. It had a red line. Was uh, it a red line? Or it, you... It's kind of orange now. Yeah. And, is and it they, still marked up? It, on an 89 it is. Well, Okay. Yeah. But now it's now it's not, and they want to know why the 55 is marked like that. That's crazy. Yeah, because it's the speed limit. Yeah, and uh, you know anywhere going 55, you can't even get to. Yeah, anyway. You know these days they advertise cars and how much horsepower they have, even electric and hybrid vehicles about you know how fast they can go, and uh, I, th- I think law enforcement is kind of getting sick of that. And you think? You think? And it could, I mean, why on earth does your car need to go 140? Well, you know, um, why do you hang out at the gym and get your muscles so pumped up that, <laughs> you know, are you doing it for, you know, uh, I don't know. So in California, and this is going to, to start coming a- across the country, it always starts in California. There is a bill um, that to uh, might require. Be a president. <laughs> to require new vehicles to come with speed limiters where they are unable to uh, drive 10 miles or more over the speed limit. Oh, that that would work for me, though. So so I guess they're going to have to use cameras or GPS or something else to determine where you're at, what the speed limit is. A lot of vehicles have cameras that read the speed limit signs. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, the car will limit itself to 10 miles over the speed limit. So basically, at that point, you can just drive with the you know your foot on the floor, and the car is just going to get up to the ten miles over and sit there. You know, it might and it be used a good to be it used to be people late. it used to be people thought they were five miles over the speed limit, you were safe, mm-hmm. and, and and now I hear it's ten. The, is it ten? I don't know. I not recommended. A lot more than not, that. Not not, <laughs> not, rec- not recommended. You don't want to test that. That's not no. always going to be the case. Right. Um, but uh, but in California soon, new vehicles that may be as fast as they can go. You know what I think is going to happen? Mm, I think I'm going to know here in a second. Well, it's going to drive up the cost of cars that don't have speed limiters. Because you can't so. retrofit all 15 million cars you know or 25. What? I don't know how many cars are in California. Millions of them. I'm sure there's some TikToker or some kid that, that's going to figure know, out how to bypass it. year going to be able to bypass out with their their smartphone and probably make millions of dollars selling the little app. <clears throat> I mean, someone's going to get a workaround on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. But uh, I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. Actually, what they should do is um, require you to not wear shoes while you're driving, <clears throat> and then have uh, like uh, toaster elements on your gas pedal. And if you get going over the speed limit, your gas pedal gets, it gets so hot. Hidey. Can't keep your foot on the gas anymore. Well, anyway, uh, I, just just a thought. Just a thought. Low tech. You know, I, you drive to Seattle, and it's interesting how the speed limits increase as you go south. The more traffic there is, the faster people go. Well, that's true. To a certain degree, I think that's true. Until the freeways get so crowded that it comes to a standstill. But I do know that, you know, just even going through Bellingham here, with the exception of between Iowa Street and Sunset. The crash zone? Uh, yeah, the crash zone. Um, you know, there's a lot of time. You got Everyone's going 70 miles an hour or 70 plus, but it seems like 70 miles an hour is about what people travel through. I know when um, I'm coming to work or something like that, and 
On a particularly mellow day, I'm in the right lane going 60 miles an hour, and people are just blowing past me, like stacking up behind me, like I'm making people angry, and it's like I can't drive on the shoulder. Yeah, it's interesting every day through Bellingham. It's really a pretty dangerous stretch of the the I-5 corridor is where it comes into Bellingham. The lanes narrow up. And you come up and around that corner there. Yeah, come up, and I think it's almost every day there's another traffic alert that there's been a, a crash around Iowa Street on, yeah. on I-5. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Maybe we need another lane. Or speed limiters on cars so people don't drive so fast. Yeah, well, even 40 miles an hour. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think those what people— What are we going to do? I don't know. Those people going 70 complain about you in the right lane going so slow, though. I know. Well, better mileage. Better fuel economy. That's right. Saving the planet All one trip at a time. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you, you want to keep an eye on the, eye out on that, if you want to be able to continue speeding in your vehicle, if California is going to do it, Washington is normally a year behind. Well, you know, Reichert might get in, too. Yeah. And the reality is most newer cars have, have computers that can be programmed. Many of them can be reprogrammed over the air now, over the cell network. Oh, yeah. You don't even totally. have to plug them into anything. They can just force an update into your vehicle these days. Where most vehicles have the technology that they could put those speed limiters in right now. Probably. Probably. Yeah, just going to be a flick of a button. I wonder if you if you did have that, though, going, oh, we're going to have to take a break. If your insurance company is going to give you a break, though. For anyway. having a car with a speed limiter? Probably. They'll double, they'll, they'll double it and then give you 10% off. Yeah, perfect. That's, that's, that's insurance in Washington. Bundle, you get 15% off. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Engler Automotive. Bellingham Cider Company, with local craft ciders and locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their caramel apple and tips up cranberry with spruce tip cider, plus other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be impressed with their menu, proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, guajillo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest raised beef or how about fresh Cascadia mushroom risotto. Yum! You'll appreciate the variety, selection, and flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy-free options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views in Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. Ready to build that new home? Do you want precision site preparations, seamless drainage systems, and sturdy house foundations? Honkoop Gravel is your answer. Experience is the difference of their full-service, civil contractors, and state-of-the-art heavy equipment. With over 45 years of service, they ensure quality done right the first time. Honkoop Gravel, the professional team you want for your next project. In Linden or at honkoopgravel.com. This week with PNW Perks, Cucumber Skin Lounge is helping you look and feel fresher than ever. Get a $100 gift certificate for just $50 at pnwperks.com. Cucumber Skin Lounge is licensed estheticians and certified medical providers. No true beauty comes from being comfortable in your own skin, and they want to help you get there. With fe- savings you'll absolutely love. Never been in before? Here's something else you'll love. Cucumber Skin Lounge offers free consultations. Call or schedule online today. And this February, pucker up. Now through February 29th, buy a full syringe of lip filler and get a free lip flip. Less lines, lush lips, ooh la la. Book your complimentary consultation today at Cucumber Skin Lounge, your premier medical spa. Follow on Instagram at Cucumber Skin Lounge Official, located in Bellingham's Bakerview Square in Bellevue, Seattle, and online at cucumberskinlounge.com. That's cucumber spelled with a K. Thursday at 8 a.m., spend $50 and get $100 to spend on Cucumber Skin Lounge services only at pnwperks.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and mybellinghamnow.com. 
CBS News Brief. A jury has ordered former President Trump to pay $83.3 million to E. Jean Carroll on top of the $5 million a jury awarded to her last year in a sex assault and defamation case. Loyola professor Jessica Levinson says. I think it will be difficult to obtain this money, but I think obviously with a verdict this big and with a former president who brags about his wealth, then it is possible. Senators are still trying to close the deal on immigration policy, and White House spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre says... House Republicans, they have a choice to make, right? They have to choose whether they want to solve a problem or, you know, get in the way. President Biden is reaching out for black voters in South Carolina, where former President Trump is the favorite for Republicans. CBS News political analyst Leslie Sanchez. It's a general election campaign now, despite the friction that may be happening on the Republican side, I think for all intent purposes, people see Trump as the Republican nominee. CBS News Brief. I'm Allison Keyes. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Maybe we'll see... Dan from Bellingham Automotive on the air next week. And we have uh, Doug on the line here. Good morning, Doug. And uh, Doug's gone to a tone, so maybe we'll go to Mark. Oh, hi, Brian. Hi, Kirk. Good morning. Um, I'm, one of those pe- I'm one of those people <clears throat> driving on the I-5 at 55 or 60 in the slow lane. Oh, um, my God. You're just holding everybody mileage, up. And, it, and I'm in no rush. Um, I get it. I used to have an old... 70 road runner. You look down, you're doing 100 miles an hour. Never did that round people, though. But, um, yeah, the speed limit, 70 people are doing 80, 90 plus, even in the rain, and they're distracted. But, uh, anyhow, the reason I'm calling uh, today, <clears throat> I took my 95 Ford F-250 pickup out for a drive yesterday. It's got the 7.3-liter power stroke diesel engine, 275,800-odd miles. And this has happened... On two other occasions, in addition to yesterday, all of a sudden, it seems like the engine's cut out momentarily. And I look at the dash, and it looked like it said, like a red warning light, wait, stop. And then things went went normal again. What's causing that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't work on It's happened like three times total. Um, Somebody told me, on the diesel engine, there's some sort of, um, you might know what I'm referring to, it's a button that can cause the engine to stall, or is it making sense? Uh, Boy, I'm not I'm not sure on that one, Mark. Um, I, you know, some of those, by uh, 95 F-250, the uh, fuel injection control module um, mm-hmm. can cause the injectors to cut out. And I'm trying to think on... on on what year, if that's the actual right, uh, the FICM is the right term for a 95. I know the newer ones have a lot of problems with the fuel injection control modules. They basically control the, the fuel injectors. Um, and there's a mm-hmm. possibility something's happening there. You get back 95, it's probably the old style OBD1 computer system or diagnostic system on there, which were, uh, they're pretty antiquated compared to the 96 and newers, but there's a possibility there's code stored or something stored related to it. Um, okay. A lot of times on an older car like that, it's interesting in the industry, the the talent of those that had in-depth experience with a vehicle that's, uh, you know, that's what, 25, 27 years <clears throat> old now, um, that, that talent pool is being depleted from the industry and it gets harder and harder to find people with experience on it. Um, you know, I, 10 years ago, my tech that had a lot of experience with those retired. Um, but we do have resources in looking thing, looking things up and looking for common problems on it. And I, I'd have to research that one a little bit to find out uh, what, what that light is. Normally, the, the weight light is more related to like the uh, glow plugs. The glow plugs, well. exactly. Well, I, <clears throat> I know the history that the pickup on the second owner, I bought it for my um, cousin he, he done a maple valley he bought it brand new so i baby it he babied it um there's a youngish mechanic i'm up here in canada up in bc uh the trucks needed no work so hasn't been into the shop for about a year and a half but i'll, I'll run it by him he's not only um a hot rodery deals in diesels but it's just kind of puzzling because i'm thinking i wouldn't want that to happen again and the engine actually cuts out 
you know, instead of just like a brief pause of like um, like a blip of something. And um, yeah, if that if that were a gas truck and and it were doing something like that in, in that era of Ford. I would be thinking one of your sensors is momentarily shorting, like a throttle position sensor would short out. It would cause the computer basically to reboot. The truck would do this momentary stall, and then your momentum, it would keep running, um, and the check engine light might flicker and come on for a second and then go out again. And I would be kind of concerned that that's what's happening, that, you, that it's almost like you've turned the key off and on again really quick. And that wait light is the glow plug light coming on as if you cycled the key and that there's not a sensor shorting out causing the computer to reboot. How long does that light, the wait, wait light stay on when it, the event occurs? Oh, I just happens to be looking over like one second, like not okay, even two just, seconds. It just flicks like, on and off. Though. I just happened to look. Um, I know my cousin recently told me he has had the glow plugs changed once. I don't know if they're due to be changed again, but... It was unusual yesterday because of this um, stored in my underground because of all the snow and the dampness that three times until I could start it. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, you know, Brian, starts, starts Brian might be onto something there because, like, um, you know, the glow plug's going to come on. I don't know if that thing's got the ability, you know, like on a hot engine that you started. Let's say you drive it, you know, turn the key on in the morning, glow plugs probably sit there on a. 50-degree morning for, what, six, seven seconds, and the light goes out and you start the thing up. Um, if you've driven that thing around, you parked it, and you go in and get yourself a coffee or something, come back out, the glow plug light might stay on for a half a second, maybe a second, and, and go right out. And you know what I mean? Once it's hot. So what Brian's talking, you got, what, 300,000 miles? Are you talking miles or kilometers? No, it's in, it's in miles. It's uh okay. From Edmonton, but brought to the states, they had the U.S. Speedo, so it's, it's in miles, two hundred and seventy-five thousand okay, so eight hundred miles. A lot of miles, um, and maybe that is. Maybe you have something like an ignition switch or something along that line, to where you are losing that for a second. The light just, you know, reboots and it's warm, and and light goes on and off. So it tells me your injectors or, or your glow plugs are probably working fine. But um. yeah, I'll go through all the receipts, and like it's been well maintained and. Um, I just, I want, ideally I'd be able to buy a new vehicle with manual windows, manual string. Less the better, less to go wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, I like knobs. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your help. Thanks for the call, Mark. And uh, let's jump right into another call. Oh, we're going to oh, go to another uh, call after right, this informative yeah, right break. after the break. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. At Number One Automotive Body Repair, we know you're a great driver. The creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's number one automotive body repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at number1abr.com, part of the number one collision group. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. For matters in Idaho, visit CordellCordell.com. 999 West Main Street, Suite 100, Boise, Idaho, 83702. There's no better time than the new year to help protect your identity and finances. LifeLock detects potential threats to your identity that you may miss on your own. If you do become a victim, a U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock is the new year's resolution that's easy to keep. Save 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code CLAY to save 25%. That's LifeLock.com. Promo code CLAY. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Well, we appreciate the patience of our callers. We're going to try to get a few people on the air here. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks, everyone, for calling in. Every, you the are, phone lines are completely lit up. Lit up. You are in the shop, Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Mangler Automotive, and we have Carl on the line. Good morning, Carl. Carl got toned out. We've got, uh, looks like, John on the next line. Good morning, John. Okay, this is crazy. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. Sorry, guys. (laughs) We're going to blame this on the phone system. And at this point, we're confirming the callers are still there. Unfortunately, I think we had a few people wait a little bit too long. So if uh, you got toned out, 360-676-KGMI. And I think we have uh, Craig on the line here. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got to thank you. I, I called a few weeks ago. I got a 2000 Chevy 1500 with a 5.3 motor. And over the summer, I put uh, 1040 in it because it had high miles. I thought it would burn less oil. But when the winter came, uh, the oil pressure gauge wasn't working. It was knocking. It was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So you told me to put the 530 in it, which it uh, is supposed to have runs perfect <laughs> well that is good to hear it's uh it, it's amazing how much difference uh it'll make especially in cold weather having the right oil in an engine yeah i mean it, i i started up there's no knocking no lifter noise and the oil, oil pressure gauge it goes right up to where it's supposed to just changing it to the 530 that it's supposed to have so i wanted to thank you for uh, helping me out with that well, it's nice good to job, hear. Good job, Brian. Good job. What could, what could have been yeah. you? Well, I think it was you, though. Okay. You went into a big oil explanation. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I probably, you, you convinced him to. And I probably talked about the O-rings on the oil pickup tube on those 5.3s that sometimes suck a little that. bit of air, and yeah. when you have that oil that's too thick, it's going to suck oh, air instead of oil. It's going to suck air before it sucks oil. Yeah. But I wanted to make one comment before I go. Uh, I'm an old motorcycle racer from the 70s, right? And you guys were talking about limiters. And um, so on the big Jap bikes, we call them rice rockets, right? They were putting out like 100 and, I don't know, 60 horsepower or whatever. And then they they voluntarily put a limiter in high gear that would only allow them to go 188 miles an hour. That's it? (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I'm talking to a buddy of mine that still sells motorcycles. Well, now they're up to two. Hundred horsepower on these motorcycles. What do they have? Speed limiters in them? They, yeah, they got speed limiters. Still 188 uh, miles an hour. I'm, I'm, but what? the manufacturers did it voluntarily, or the federal government was going to jump in and make something. But I mean, I what, is, my what, friend, what a sacrifice yeah. to speed limit it at 188 instead of letting <laughs> it rev out all the way to 202. Yeah, I, I, I said to him, I said to Bill, I said. Who needs 200 horsepower? <laughs> Who needs 188 miles an hour? Well, yeah, I rode one, and I think I was on Highway 5, way out in the middle of nowhere in California. And I got up to 130, and I thought, why do I want to go any faster? You know what I mean? <laughs> At that speed, if a critter runs out in front of you, you know, and you hit it, well, it's all over. You or know? If, a, if a mosquito flies out in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> or a rock. But anyway, I, you guys made me think about it. 200 horsepower, 188 miles per hour. Incredible. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want that, but I don't know who would. There's people out there, only for the track. Well, thanks for yeah. the call, Craig. We appreciate it. Okay. All right, you guys. Take care. Thank you. Yeah, we could do a, a whole show on oil. We have, you know, regularly cars come in with the, the wrong oils in them, causing a myriad of problems, especially variable timing and oh, valve yeah. control systems. Yeah. Um, well, hey, let's squeeze in another caller before they, they throw us on a break again. We've got uh, Mike on the line. Good morning, Mike. 
Good morning. Uh, uh, am I on? You are on you are. the air, Mike. A uh, couple of quick questions. Number one, uh, the uh, Toyota and Honda cars that I've driven over the years, when you turn on the heat, the AC comes on. Does that mean the AC condenser is is also putting out uh, in the supply of heat? What, what is air. the process that's going on when the air conditioner is on while the heater is heat, heating the car? It's drying your air that's in your car. If you just crank on the heat in there, the window's all rolled up, and you're breathing, and you're making steam, and uh, your windows will fog up, so they turn on the air conditioner so that uh, it's actually pulling some of that moisture out of the air that's in the cabin so your windows don't fog up. Yeah, okay, we were, so uh, the, air, the air, air condition- conditioner is functioning then while the heat is being supplied. It, it pulls the moisture out of the air in the vehicles. Years ago, we were in my Honda Pilot driving up to Nelson, B.C., and, uh, and, and it was 25 below zero heading out Highway 3 up in Canada. And 25 below zero, we got six people in my Honda Pilot, and the windows were oh, yeah. fogging up on the inside and then freezing over. And the only okay. way we the only way we could stop it was to turn the heat on high and the air conditioning on. And that air oh, condi- okay. that air conditioning, the condenser in the vehicle or the, the the condenser in the front of the vehicle is going to pull heat out of the air, but then inside the vehicle the evaporator core gets cold, the water condenses on it and then, then drips off out of a drain. And so it helps keep the air drier, lower humidity in the vehicle by running the air conditioner. All right. Well, that satisfies my curiosity. They've now, always been most vehicles you that. can hit the button and turn that off, but it will in oh, certain yeah. settings turn on automatically. Defrost yeah. primarily. Well, thanks for that answer. One more quick question, and that is uh, when you change oil and uh, uh, you come home and you look at the dick, uh, dipstick, how high above the full line is safe? Uh Eighth of an inch, quarter of an inch, or how much over the full line on the dipstick? The full line is the best place for the full line, full oil. You really don't want to go beyond that. Subarus in particular. How much over that is uh, a problem? It's not advised. Yeah. It's kind of like asking how far over the speed limit can I go and not get a ticket. Well, if you don't go over the speed limit, you won't get a ticket. How much over? Well, that's up the that's outside of my control. Um, recommended not to go over. A lot of vehicles have the high mark, the low mark, and then a little dot just above the high mark. I wouldn't go above the dot or the hole in the dipstick, which is pretty common. But the full mark is your target. So if it's a quarter of an inch above the full mark, some should be taken out. What I would say, yeah. What kind of vehicle are you talking? Uh, Toyota vehicles, a Lexus and an Avalon. What year? Well, both are 2010. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would go anywhere beyond the full mark. Whoa. Personally. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, answers that. All right. Well, you know, honestly, and I think that uh, auto repair shop or whoever's changing your oil, I, uh, to me, it's kind of just paying attention to detail. And I'm guessing that one out of 20 people actually open their hoods anymore to check their oil. But for that one person that does, I try to get it exactly perfect for them that no, so they know I really care. You know? Uh-huh. So, seriously. I, but it shouldn't be over full, especially the modern cars. You got an old beater 1978 Chevy pickup truck, you probably put two more quarts of oil in that just to have a little spare before it all leaks out. It's not going to hurt your motor. But the modern cars, no. All right. Thank, thanks for the call, Mike. You are in the all shop. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate what you do. Thank you. Thank Take you. Care. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Where do you go to find the best steakhouse between Seattle and Vancouver, B.C.? Northwest Washington's famed Steakhouse at Silver Reef is the place for award-winning, unforgettable fine dining. Savor our Northwest-sourced, dry-aged USDA prime steaks. Finished to perfection in our 1,800-degree broiler. Immerse yourself in world-class elegance. Browse our award-winning wine and spirit list, while our attentive staff help to create lasting memories. Reservations are recommended through SilverReefCasino.com or by calling Silver Reef Casino Resort. 
At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. We started Bright Star Care so those in need could be cared for at home, right where they belong. And we want you, our future nurses and caregivers, to feel right where you belong, too. So we give you everything you need to offer a higher standard of one-on-one care. Not just the training and tools, but the emotional support, motivation, and values that keep you at your best. It's a great feeling being right where you belong. And that's how you'll feel when you join the best and brightest at Bright Star Care. Join us at brightstarcare.com careers. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and you might know me as the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI. I'm excited to share that you can now listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, bills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Mangler Automotive. And hopefully we have Chuck on the line. Good morning, Chuck. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, the reason we uh, piled up your show today with calls is because we like your show and we want you on. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> the reason I called was Jim got a ticket for, you know, Basically, wasn't his fault. He had to pay for it. I got a similar ticket. I I lived on a hill that was like a thousand feet from the stop sign and perpendicular road going across. And I pulled out one morning. I had to go to work. I shouldn't have even been on the road. I get out of there and I start sliding. I got my foot on the brake. I'm just sliding. So I take my foot off the brake. I'm steering now, and I'm gaining speed, so I put my foot back on the brake, and I'm going even faster. Somehow, I managed to get the thing in reverse, so now I'm driving it like a boat. I'm redlining, trying to stop myself, going in reverse, and I go slowly across the low road and dip into the ditch. I got a ticket for uh, uh uh, speed unsafe for conditions. Yeah, speed, speed too fast for conditions. Exactly. You know, you, you should have gotten some kind of award for not hurting anybody, but they I punish you with a ticket, but, right? Man, it's a good thing that I'm an experienced boat driver because that's, a, I mean, you don't go down in the boat, you hit the brakes, you put it in reverse, right? So, yeah, but anyways, that I, the roads around here, and you were talking about how it's, I five is all is bad when it comes through uh, Bellingham. You got to consider they didn't finish that stretch of I five till the late sixties, the early seventies, and it was like the last one on the docket. Uh, the interstate system comes from the Eisenhower administration, and all the the dimensions for overpasses and everything. The interstate system was for uh, moving nuclear missiles around the country. I like Ike. <laughs> yeah, I like Ike. You betcha. Well, that's All good. Right. It's good awareness for everybody out there. Is, uh, you know, our, this atmospheric river will flow through, and I'm sure we'll have the Arctic blast. Oh, come, come in, on. Right? Give come it in. the fuzzy name. It's the Pineapple <laughs> Express. I'm not going to freak out about a river above my head. But the, the cold weather's going to come in right behind it. I'm sure the roads will be slick again. And, and the reality is, in almost all situations, if you get into an accident, even a solo car accident, into the ditch by yourself, and the uh, law enforcement moseys up along yeah. behind you, you'll yeah, probably a get, a, get a ticket oh, no. for you're speeds too fast for condition. To yep. It's, it's kind of the catch-all. Yeah, you're going to contribute to the fun no matter what you're doing. I had a friend in high school who got a speeds too fast for conditions ticket in the parking lot of the high school. Oh, 
was he doing Brody's though? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. he, I, I think yeah. he pretty much I think he got off easy to be honest I've with you. I've been there. I, I got a negligent driving for uh, doing a burn off in the gasoline park. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't don't be doing that. All right, no. thanks for the call. We got to squeeze right, one more bye. person in here. All right, thank you, Chuck. Looks like we've got uh, John back here. We missed him earlier. John is gone again. We tried. What's going on there? Yeah, I think we hey, left him on hold. I, we left him on hold too long. This is our fault, Kirk. Well, I'll get to it quicker next time. Sorry, John. Um, you know, I read an article that some clouds weigh millions of pounds. Clouds? I, doesn't surprise me. Water's heavy. Yeah. Clouds aren't, though. <laughs> they are. But apparently they are. They are. Yeah. The individual molecules are very light, but combined, yeah. they're very And heavy. they're mostly empty space anyway, so, yeah. All right. Yeah, I want to jump back to Craig had called about the oil in his uh, old 2000 Chevy 1500 and and the weight of oil that vehicles call for. How many how many kinds of oil do you have on the shelf at the shop, Kirk? Um, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Just yeah. And and we've gone from you know 1030, 1040, you know, being the oil that cars and trucks use, and you know, and then you go to five thirty and five twenty and and zero twenty, and now my new Subaru takes zero sixteen, and uh, the new the new Toyotas they've basically gone to um, oil enriched water at zero sixteen. It's it's like pour it's like pouring tea. Yeah, it, it's, I was it's, thinking it's about so that thin, the other so day. Thin. I was filling There's a zero car w up. zero w eight in them. That's insane. That is just insane. And uh, the, I wonder how long those engines are going to last. I, you know, some manufacturers have had issue by going to too thin oil, and they've had to bump it back up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, they're designed for it, the manufacturing machining tolerances, and and the thin oils are all about increasing fuel economy by having less resistance to pumping and moving the oil. And you would think it's. It is pretty minuscule, the amount, but if you look across the fleet of the cars, say Toyota puts out, I don't know, 600,000 Corollas or whatever, and they save a tenth of a mile a gallon, well, that adds up. To a lot over millions of cars. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. We will see you next week.